Welcome to Here and Now podcast. I'm Heather. And I'm Sophia. We bring you the stories, the heart, and the humor needed for this journey called life. Join us each week to hear the conversations of a mom, that's me, and a daughter, that's me, and the stories of where others hear God's voice as he brings truth, beauty, and good in their lives right now. This is Here and Now Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to episode 114 of Here and Now Podcast. We're happy to be back for another week, another episode. Hey, Mom, how's it going? Hey there, Sophia. How are you today? I'm good. We're catching up, talking about summer goals and some books that we're reading, and then we'll really dive into the meat of the episode for today. Yeah, it's been kind of a crazy, busy day. A lot of things happening here with preparing for the recital. Yeah. And big driving tests coming up so we've got like <laughs> so many fun and stressful moments happening right it must be monday must be monday it must be monday but that's cool because we got to end the night with recording mm-hmm. and uh, start the morning tomorrow with this episode going up so just to catch up kind of talking about our summer goals what are your physical mental and spiritual goals for the summer i think my goal is to take a lot of rest get a lot of rest and, and ironically, rest doesn't actually look like everybody always thinks rest isn't mm-hmm. a n- naturally rest is going to be resting and sleeping. Right. As we're looking at my bed here, <laughs> I might hop in this bed right after we're finished here. But rest can also I, I wish I could remember where I heard this this week. I don't know anybody who finds rest in doing things like when I used to go in the garden and weed, mm-hmm. that would be maybe not restful per se in that it gives me you know, time to lay down and take the hours of sleeping, but it does give my mind and body a rest from the things that distract us, right? And sometimes, you know, reading obviously is very therapeutic and restful if you can read without, yeah, I would never read the news papers. (laughs) I would never do that. Those are not restful things, but things that just fill your mind, whatever it is. If you're a person that likes to read accounting books then that's restful to you don't spoil my books <laughs> oh that's your book okay that's part of your book list so i also been doing take up and read on a joining it through instagram for a number of years i don't know maybe we're talking since 2020 for sure pretty daily you know if if they're going live, I try to get on their live. If I don't, I kind of go back later and read it. And they're, the idea behind that, take up and read, is to you know, get into the Word of God. And often, Elizabeth Foss is most often the one that's you mm-hmm. know, leading whatever daily readings there are, or her partner, Michaela. And maybe occasionally she has a guest on there. And I know this summer she is pulling together a beautiful wellness retreat, I guess you would call it, or course, of, yeah. called Well and Good. And I'm hoping to participate in that. It's not a, as I think Elizabeth said this morning, it's not a beach, get your body in shape. And I don't Mm -hmm. want to use the name brand of somebody else, but it's not that idea. (laughs) Catch what I said. I added words in the middle. So it's not that because it's not there. It's, It's a design to bring the body and our mind and our soul back to the way that our God created us. Right. And conversation that I've had with Elizabeth is about how the that women tend in our world to not often f- focus on the whole picture 
Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of reasons behind that. And I know that Elizabeth took a lot of time to get her certification in, in some of the different areas of, of coaching for this. But it's coming from a perspective of almost biblical truths about mm-hmm. how we were wonderfully and fearfully made. Yeah. Did I say that in the right order? Yes, I think I did. <laughs> fearfully, <laughs> fearfully and wonderfully made. <laughs> Psalm 139. And I yeah. believe she's also using her take up and read um, this summer is going to intensive, um, intensely go through the Psalms, which they are my favorite right. books of the Bible. When I did my scripture class, Maccabees is in your and I was really hoping that I'd be assigned Psalms, and I was assigned Maccabees. That's comical, but God knew that that path would be what I needed. Exactly. More on that later. More on that later, because that is where we're going with this little thing. We're we're carving our path. We're paving our path. We're paving our way. God is paving the way for us. And so my books this summer, aside from trying to get some rest and kind of see some places that we're hoping to visit throughout the summer. We'll just leave that there. Mm-hmm. I've been saying for the last few weeks that I'm reading a lot about the Holy Spirit, finishing up The Comforter, The Spirit of Joy, written by Andrew Apostoli. And there's two other books in this series called, and I'm waiting for it to come in, ironically. <laughs> I ordered this book. It's called Advocate, Spirit of Truth. Right. Ironically, I keep saying, this is the path that this is also part of the gospel as of yesterday that yep god's pretty amazing how he ties it all together so i'm reading that book i'm reading the divine intimacy every day that's Mm -hmm. my sort of devotional every day aside from the other ones that i read every day (laughs) (laughs) the treatise on love of god what's that (laughs) number 164 (laughs) treatise on love of god from saint francis de sales and an inspiration an invitation to contemplative life from Thomas Merton. Mm-hmm. And there is the other one, the Spirit, the School of the Holy Spirit, which I right. always come back to. I, that's kind of a small book from Father Jacques Philippe, but it's a book that really is relevant today with our conversation. So I pull that out a lot. Love it. How about you, Miss Accounting me? Major? <laughs> okay, I'm <laughs> not, not an accounting, accounting major. major. I know. I know. <laughs> but no, I'm, I am a business major, which has a lot of accounting focus, but I, I just love the contrast in the books that I'm going to share. And you mean to my, like, non-fiction fiction books and my... <laughs> okay, they're not fiction. No, I know. They're real. But they're just not light and spiritual books. Well, mm-hmm. deep, I, okay, deep well, theological college. books. There's a different story. You're in college. Okay, but to be fair, the, the knowledge of reading those books, it's just as good to hear you talk about those books to me than it is for me to actually read them. Because sometimes I'm just like, what did I just read? Mm. And then we can talk about them and we can get each other's thoughts on them. So it's kind of like you can read my well noted books. Oh, yeah. Pages. <laughs> I feel like you should start taking my notes for me. I know. Because I don't do that so well. But no, the books that I'm reading this summer, surprise, surprise. Um, the first one is Winning Now, Winning Later by David Cote. He is the former CEO of Honeywell International and is about investing and the stock market. So that's <laughs> nerd out number one. Amazing. Nerd out number two is Leadership Strategy and Tactics by Jocko Willink, and uh, it's about how to be a good leader. And uh, it's very, seems war-based, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But to bring it down on a lighter note, it's Living Your Strengths by Don Clifton, but it's the Catholic edition, and I'm about halfway through. If you ever have the chance to take the Strength Finders test, it's really, it's very telling. Sometimes if you feel like you know yourself very well, 
and this kind of just affirms that for you. Or if you're just like, I have no idea what kind of person I am, this test really helps you kind of direct and find that. And the book that goes along with it is super helpful. So those will be my summer beach reads and pool reads when I'm not working. So, Well, I'm sure that I will probably be reading a few of the literature books that your sisters are reading for their summer reading as well. So yes. I'm trying to remember a couple of those books. Greek uh, mythology, I don't know. what. Well, what, anything by, uh, what's her name? Well, Pride and Prejudice. Mm, Jane Austen. And, thank you. Mm-hmm. Sense and Sensibility, mm-hmm. all of those oh, things. Oh, what? You don't know all those books right off of your, the top of your head? Uh, no. That's not your favorite light. <laughs> I didn't do very well in literature you, you class. You didn't get as excited <laughs> about reading literature books that I thought you were. I'm like, I the movie. Liked... The movie was well, way the better. movie's very entertaining, <laughs> but it doesn't speak to the, yeah, the writing skill and whatever. No. Mm-hmm. No, nope, we're clearly very different people here. I thought you were so much like me until I realized that Okay, you were I not. am. I you am are. in some ways. I mean, there are times where I've done things, like, specifically in the last two weeks, and I, I will text you and be like, that is something that you do, and I'm becoming more and more like you every day, which is not a bad thing. No. I like it. It's just when you get me up at 1 o'clock in the morning to write things down, I blame that on you. <laughs> Oh, wait, so I'm I, the Holy Spirit. Am I, wake, am I waking you up? No, up? no. Oh, I, I was like, wait, do I do that? And it's I your realize, habit it's that I've habit adopted. I yes. I've actually been better about just waiting to go to bed until one. Oh, that's better. <laughs> Instead that's of waking better. up. I or used you're just to wake like, up. Holy Spirit, please stop. Let me rest. I did. I, I do pray that. I do pray to please just let me sleep through the night because there were nights when I would wake up in the middle of the night and. I was counting, oh my word, I got four hours of sleep before I got to get up and this is what I got to do. And yep. yeah, you, you guys do that. We all talk about that. Oh, Olivia, yeah. Olivia does that pretty well too. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Well, Thank God it's summer. Oh, I know. Literally. And did I add that to my summer list is that I'm going to be, a, I'm running now on my treadmill because mm-hmm. I don't want to go out into the world and injure my ankle and be on the concrete. So we got this treadmill. Mm-hmm. Your brother is the savior on that one. Mm-hmm. And Pretty much every day. Been down there on that treadmill. Yeah. Running or walking and scaling this the slopes of that treadmill, which is awesome because it's got a high incline, which I really love. It's like getting back out on my little mountain trails that Dad and I used to walk on. So literally and praying. And praying. Oh, right. Well there you go. This brings us to where <laughs> I think this this transition that's that was story. unexpected transition. <laughs> oh, trust me, I'm over here. I'm like, let's do this. <laughs> I forgot about that transition. Yeah. So, so that said, we were talking with your um, sisters because they've been on it. Of course, we have a dancer, but they've been on this kick to get back onto the walking trail. And the, but we're just not going out to walk as much for a multitude of reasons and humidity. Well, today <laughs> after a hundred degrees, it feels like outside. Yeah. But I was telling, or Isabel, I think, was telling us how quick her walk was when she was watching a video or listening to something and I said well that's what I do I listen to a podcast or I listen to sometimes depending on the day the time of day I get on I'll do a rosary or I'll listen to some other homily that I wanted to listen to oh Mm -hmm. my word don't I sound amazing (laughs) my life is so exciting but it's kind of there's a kind of interesting point to this right yeah so I was telling the girls that and it does make it go fast because I used to despise my treadmill now the one that i had was ancient mm-hmm. with my mother's and then she gave it to me and and every time the incline would go up and down you would hear the grinding and you literally <laughs> thought that you were going to die on this thing as it 
go up and down. Now, remember I told you the other day, I heard a beep and I was like, what the heck is that noise? And next thing you know, I'm at a 15 incline. I'm like, no wonder I felt so strange. <laughs> it was such Verso a... Verso Alto, baby. Yes, Alto. And it was such a, such a small, like, incline... You know, like you just it's, didn't it hear it. It was such a subtle one is the yeah. word I want to use. Um, anyway, so we were talking about that. And not too long after that, we get this knock at the door. Yeah. And this man comes to the door and he was talking about paving driveways in the neighborhood. And I actually thought it was somebody else who was coming to help me with something in the house. And so even when I looked out the door, I saw him. I thought, well, I didn't expect him to show up here, but I, I knew that this person was going to be doing something for me down the road who by the way connected with me today ironically so this this driveway situation has been that for years we've been wanting to do the driveway now a couple times dad did the asphalt or you know whatever they're paving it's like the tar. cover yeah, yeah. The tar. I have no idea whatever it is he used to he did it once maybe had somebody else do it a second time since we've been in this house but we've had a couple of quotes and it is not where you want to spend your money let's just yeah. say that and we had the gift from somebody that used this for something that you just don't know what else to do with, you know, like a job that you want to do something around the house or something that you need to do because, you know, we're just really trying to be mindful of the things that we're spending our money on. Mm -hmm. So it was definitely like, I don't want to buy, I don't want to do this, yeah. but it, knowing what all of our quotes have been, I just knew that it was literally, as I said to this man, an answer to a prayer. So yeah. that was on one day, the next day. And look, I wasn't, looking for it at all was not something now i do think last week a couple of times i was like this stuff the gravel is kind of running down to yeah. like the bare bones <laughs> in the driveway and then there's a lip into the garage so you know sometimes when your dad's walking in we have to be super careful that yeah. it doesn't kind of trip so there's there's a lot of you know frustrations about that and then the water issue with it because we're kind of on this little slope and then the water would run to the driveway and the grass and then the grass had to be built up and there was all this just water issue that was mm -hmm. around the house we were literally drowning around us yeah that's why the the garden had to go and now the yard had to be fixed there's just a bunch of things so when the man came back and was just chatting with us about a few things he was telling dad that he was going to pray for him and literally word for word says that he's going to pray exactly the way that I do on the treadmill mm -hmm. do my rosary blah 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 all this actually yeah. I don't even think he said rosary then he just said praise on the treadmill every morning gets up and does this so the girls were like well that's weird because this is the conversation we had like 10 or 15 minutes ago so hours later I was doing something around the house mm -hmm. probably brushing my teeth I think. <laughs> and I think it was brushing my teeth before I had to go pick up your dad from his last therapy day. Yeah. And I was like, wait a second. I literally felt like the Holy Spirit said, you asked me to show you as an answer to a prayer. Mm -hmm. If you want me to do this, God, if you want us to make this decision, we're discerning, you need to pave the way I said to him. Right. To God, him. Yep. And I was like, oh, is this, is this a this one of those inspiration yep. from God moments. And I thought, I couldn't stop even thinking about this. I'm like, pave the way. I literally asked him to pave the way. And then here's this man that shows up at the door, so on and so forth. And then the next day when he comes and we, you know, make good on the whole job, 
there were a couple of other things that he said and places that he's been and and you know he I met his wife and like all these things that I was like oh no this was an inspiration from God and if we go back to my the book of the Holy Spirit right that mm-hmm. we were talking about yeah I love this part in the book it's called how can we know that an inspiration comes from God there's a lot of things to this but this part is before going over the criteria that enables us to discern motions of the Holy Spirit there is one important point to emphasize. Ultimately, what will help us to recognize and respond to God's motions most easily and promptly is the interior development of a sort of spiritual sense, which to begin with, we may not have at all or may have only in a very rough form. Mm-hmm. We can develop this sense by experience and especially by faithfully and resolutely following the Lord. This spiritual hearing here mm-hmm. or now, let's talk about the here <laughs> and now, is a kind of ability to recognize among all the multiple discordant voices that can he, that we can hear inside us, the unique, unmistakable voice of Jesus. This sense is like a loving instinct that makes it that makes it easier and easier for us to distinguish the voice of the spouse in the chorus of sounds that greets our ears. So. It's almost like we have this voice that God, like over time, the more that you lean in and Mm -hmm. trust, the more that you know, wait, this is God. And one of those things, I mean, you know this, that God is never going to contradict himself, right? Right. Isn't that one of the other? I mean, you know that in theology, that's probably the next step. God does not contradict himself. So he's he's not going to tell you something's good if it's bad. So you know that if it's good and this situation, all rights, maybe a person knocking at your door. I did connect with a friend to just say, wait, do you know, and did a little bit of research before I committed. So I didn't do anything. I didn't give money to this person. It Mm -hmm. was not like, and then he's going to run with my money. It was very clean and and good. And honestly, there were a couple of, we did a drive by and kind of felt like two of the places that dad and I drove by thought it was kind of funny who they were. And it was like, ah, this is somebody we feel really good that they're making this choice too. Right. Right. And then just consistency with the church teaching, right? But that's that's a whole other thing. No, definitely. Right? So that's that's just kind of where this paving the way that we've come to over this last couple of days that we've been talking about, how God paves the way for things. And, you know, we're not going to get into the decisions that we're trying to make in, right. in life right now. But it's kind of interesting that, okay, so now, now what? Now that he says, this is a yes to your question. And I'm almost giving you, here's the paving the way, <laughs> literally. Yeah. Almost like this is my symbol of, this is my yes, Heather. So mm-hmm. now now wait for or start to begin to pay attention to what the next steps are going to kind of have to be. Does that yeah, make sense? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, you know, sometimes people think, well, how do I know that what's being placed in my path is actually what God is telling me to do? And I, I love that he gives these criteria you know, it's just one thinker, but in a way, like, it's kind of generally how people think. Like, is it aligned with church teachings? Is it, you know, going to go against something that I already know is the truth about something else? Like we always talk about, does it give me peace? You know, is it something that I've prayed about? I feel like all these criteria really help kind of solidify your decision to do something or, or not to do something based on the promptings of the Holy Spirit. Right. And that's this was this is that one I wanted to go back and say a tree is known by its fruit. So an internal criterion that we would need is that a tree that produces fruit 
spiritual, mm-hmm. like what are the fruits of the Holy Spirit, right? right? So an inspiration from, from God, if we follow it, will produce fruit. The fruits of peace, joy, charity, communion, and humility. I mean, they're all, like, there's kind of, there's kind of all that in this particular moment, right? Like mm-hmm. there's communion with people and God and, and like God's name came into this moment, which like, I don't know. I don't know that every day I encounter a contractor and I'm not saying contractors can't. Yeah. It just, it was like so affirming in that moment that yeah, I'm going to pray on the treadmill. And this is not how everybody prays. Like when we were just saying that. Just, right. 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 And, and <laughs> in this day and age, it's, it's a lot harder for people to openly speak about their faith and what they believe in. You just don't know how the people on the other side are going to receive it. And that's a part of being unapologetic, but just to have some person that just kind of shows up and just tells you that, yes, I pray. And, you know, yes, I'm Catholic or whatever. Um, I'm like, okay, then good for you for sharing that with us. You know, that's that's one more affirming step that we needed to hear. Right. And certainly we don't need to have only a Catholic person, you know, I mean, Christian, what, it doesn't matter. It's just that this was just in the, affirm, you know, affirmation yeah. at that moment, right? And even like the idea that... <laughs> The church that he told me he visited, which is very similar in in name to our church, like there's just so many like kind of cool, yeah, little affirmations to validate in my mind that this was a, an answer to a prayer. Literally, even when I said it, I'm like, "You're an answer to a prayer." I'm like, "What the heck am I talking about?" <laughs> I didn't ask to have my driveway paved, right? I mean, right. it wasn't like that, you know. And again, we're always trying to sort through in this particular moment in time in our life what what's the right thing to spend money on just like anybody but literally the driveway is not safe it was not a safe scenario so we Mm -hmm. had to do something about it right yeah yeah so and and speaking about something you just said was thinking of the 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 eye for an eye Mm -hmm. tooth for tooth and what was the the thing that i wrote down in my notes about the day right spirit of truth okay we come back to that and we will come back to a little bit more of that the spirit Mm -hmm. of truth because what are we saying about the spirit of truth that it's well, that's the gospel from, from yesterday. Jesus said to his disciples, I have much more to tell you, but you cannot bear it now. But when he comes, the spirit of truth, he will guide you to all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak what he hears and you will and will declare to you the things that are coming. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like here's the path that he's going to lay out and it's not going to yeah. come all at once. He Sometimes you have to wait a long time for the next part because... Like he says, I have so much to tell you, but you can't even hear it all at the same time. Yeah. Right? We're just not always ready. We don't have the capacity to hear it all, right? Yep. Everything that the Father has in mind for this reason, has is mine for this reason, I told you that he will take from what is mine and declare it to you. As we're talking about the Holy Spirit and how all of this kind of just paves the way, and back to what you were saying before about how you're not, he's not ready to hear these things yet, meaning the apostles and disciples. That's kind of been happening since the beginning of the Old Testament. You know, God was always paving the way for people to hear these things gradually. You know, the Jews always believed that they will find the Messiah, and they still believe that. They're still looking. But God was like, hey, like, let's keep moving. And somehow, even through all of the sin and all of the wrongdoings of people and you know this person wasn't supposed to have a kid with this person but it ended up being great because he ended up being you know king david or whoever it was still where it was supposed to be but in our mind and 
and our limited human mind, um, it wasn't supposed to be that way. But all along, that was exactly what God was doing. He was already paving the way for where we stand today, just based on the Gospels, you know? Yep. It's beautiful, right? Something to think about. And I love, too, that, that you know, in, in spirit of our, our conversation with the Holy Spirit, the Alleluia uh, yesterday was, a lamp to my feet in your, is your word. A light to my path like he like if we're trying to figure out a path in life isn't this always going to be that if we allow God into into the situation he's going to help us get to the next place if mm-hmm. we lean into him we allow him or invite him into our story he's not going to force his way in right right which we've talked about how many times right I mean we've talked about these things over and over again about walking with faith and how you know he he wants to be part of the process with our agreement to that if yeah that makes sense right? and even back to what you're saying about the spirit of truth is why is the holy spirit the gift of god mm-hmm. why was he given to us in this way like what did what did he do based on the gospel and i know you and i talked about this before why is he considered the gift of god how is he going to lead us in this path that God has paved for us. That is something that I really want to continually look a little bit more into it, but I, yeah. I do really think that doesn't it allow his, his, the Holy Spirit's yeah. role in our lives is the, is the way that we can participate in some divinity of, of God, right? I mean, right. we're never going to be omniscient. We're never going to be, what are the words that you told me that are like omnipotent, omnipresent, yeah. omnipotent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But we're not going to have that level of the divine nature, right. but there are things that allow us to be in his image and likeness right. and to participate in a perfect love to, to try to achieve the perfect love, which he is. Right? Yeah. And to constantly try to turn away from sin and, you know, here we are looking at the the gospel from today, which is Monday, and it's mm-hmm. the, you know, turn the other cheek. And, you know, I was listening to Elizabeth's chat today about it, and I found it interesting that her description, which we'll post that little link at the bottom, mm-hmm. of turning your cheek in the right way because of the backhanded way doesn't necessarily mean that you're turning your cheek in order for you to allow someone to slap you mm-hmm. and to to walk all over you and I think sometimes in life we often have encounters with with people loved ones friends family that just we can have interactions that don't turn out the way love your neighbor love your mm. enemy oh that's the gospel coming up that we were talking about <laughs> love your neighbor um you'll get back to the here right. you can read it for when we come up to it but mm-hmm. that we don't want to become doormats per se Right. So so I don't think that we are being asked to necessarily turn our cheek, let us be slapped and walk away. That's that's not there's got to be some human dignity in it, too. Mm -hmm. Right. That maybe you are designed to forgive and you're you're trying to find a way to forgive somebody for the things that they do. But that forgiveness, well, we we can talk about this all day with forgiveness, (laughs) that forgiveness isn't necessarily for the other person. Right. It's for you and your relationship probably more with God than it is yeah with the person because the more that you we've talked a little bit about anger recently how anger itself is not a sin mm-hmm. but it's what you do with that anger and how you allow that anger to fester that is where the sin is entered or given a door to sin let's say yeah. right so there's justified anger what's the right way to say that 
That's the word I'm looking for. There's righteous <laughs> anger. And, and we talked today about how we can have righteous anger for a little bit longer than just for a minute. Like, yeah. And we don't have to be quick to forgive. We should be. But sometimes we have to move through the motions of hurt and pain before we can actually say, hey, I can forgive for yeah. this situation or not. And just saying, oh, I forgive isn't necessarily really forgiving. It really, like, it has to come from a place of, God, you need to enter into this. You know, mm-hmm. invite him in. I love how our priest always says, take a moment. Yeah. Take a moment and think about it. Invite God in and take a moment and really think about how do, how does that forgiveness allow me the freedom to not sin and not right. become prideful and not become... Anger in a way that manifests in such a really unhealthy way. This is the way that I'm trying to articulate this. And even in our conversation today, you know, I was reflecting back on something that had happened when I was in high school. And it took me a very long time to come to forgive the situation. And there were a lot of times where I was like, I should forgive this situation or this person. But it was... I could never bring myself to the full and total complete surrender of I forgive you because in a way I was I needed to process that I needed to go through the motions of grieving and being hurt and being righteously angry which is exactly what this gospel says and it took me I would say probably eight months to actually say like I forgive you and it was completely out of the blue it was completely inspired by the Holy Spirit that I even was able to say it without feeling angry or being upset. It was, it was surrender. Honestly, it was, I, I forgive you. And from that moment on it, it changed everything. But if I didn't allow myself to grieve, I would still be holding that grudge. Mm-hmm. Even though I said the words, I forgive you, it wouldn't have actually meant anything. So, but the gospel for tomorrow or today, <laughs> the 14th, I have it. Is Matthew five forty three to forty eight, but I'll read the part that is very particularly pertinent to this. Is Jesus said to his disciples, "You have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy, but I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your heavenly Father, for He makes His sun rise on the bad and the good, and causes rain to fall on the just and the unjust. But if for if you love those who love you, what recompense will you have?" So. I think wow. this is so so perfect for this this podcast today. Wow, right? And then it, do you do not the tax collectors do the same and if you greet your brothers only, what is the unusual what is on what is unusual about that? Do not the pagans do the same? So be perfect just as your heavenly Father is perfect. It's the perfect the perfect love. Mm-hmm. Again, it goes back to you don't have to be you can love people and forgive people, and sometimes that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to engage if things right. are not in a healthy way, right? I mean, so mm-hmm. that's a whole other conversation, but that's this could be taken into that direction, right? Definitely. Um, um, yeah, and what we were saying before about the perfect love and sharing in the divine nature, and I remember studying this a little bit ago is that God has attributes that are both communicable and incommunicable, big words, (laughs) but the communicable ones are the ones that we can share in 
as well. So goodness, holiness, and love are the three communicable attributes that he has. So like you're saying with this gospel is that this idea of perfect love, it's not only reserved for God, we can participate in the perfect love that he has. But the incommunicable ones are the omniscience, the omnipotence, omnipresence, and the simplicity. See, I knew that word omnipotence. <laughs> that's what I heard, right? But yeah. we, we can't share theirs. No, we, can't we would believe. never have, we're not going to be that, right? Exactly. We can't be everywhere at once as much as we want to be, but we can be good we can be holy and we can love another person and share in the divine nature or divinization right <laughs> and and it it goes like goes back to the command i give you a new commandment that you are to love one another as i loved you yeah um, right i mean i know that we started out is pave the way but doesn't that pave the way to our holiness and to our path to get ultimately to heaven absolutely right so if we're if we're putting him into our lives and praying for him to direct the things that we're doing and then asking for his as as our priest said take a moment what did he say take a moment to consider how jesus because this is the month of sacred heart allow him to pour into our sacred you know into our hearts and i'm going to look for the actual quote that i wrote down and take a moment and put yourself in the heart of the Father, into his sacred heart. And if we're in a place where we can't kind of do things like find that forgiveness or know what the next step is, we ask him to just take us and put him, us into his heart. There's that, that perfect love that he will help fill the spaces of those, those things that we're not able to do on our mm-hmm. own. Is that kind of where I'm going with it? So, I don't know. I swear we prepare for this so much. And pretty much what we say is never what we intended to. Right? No, I mean, it does. There's a there's an outline of sorts. But is it our meandering rambling? Probably. But we did literally pray this right before we started this. Ready? Okay. In the name of the Father and of the Son and, the and the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Come Holy Spirit. In the name of the Father, Son, <laughs> Holy Spirit. Amen. <laughs> Because, I don't know, sometimes it's not really about what we have to say, but it's what God wants to say through us. Yeah. That, you know, we have, we have the desire to share a message with others, and, and we love doing this together, right? Mm-hmm. So it, however we can use our time to bring others to God. Absolutely. That's my goal. Someday saints. <laughs> Someday saints. Oh, yeah. Did you see her great little gifts on we put on our stories maybe we'll have to throw a, a, a yeah. attach a picture to the the bottom of the show notes with her <laughs> cute little holy water cup that you did so i know your oh. sticker yes and meanwhile of our own little shop we have a bunch of shirts that we've yep. got set up and we are in the process of working out where 10 percent of the proceeds are going to be going at right. this point in time and given the story that we are working through with your dad we came to the conclusion, I think, over the weekend yeah. that it would be some sort of place. And if you, our fabulous listeners, have any ideas out there while we're working this out, there's a lot of things in the background going around this um, idea. People who are walking through maybe a, a cancer journey or supporting a family member who's had a stroke or another diagnosis of sorts. The caregiving role is a really important part of this role. And when we are living in a story, yes, 
you are the daughter of this mm-hmm. man, but you're also giving care to him. Right. I'm his wife. I'm giving care to him because he needs our support to get through these days on right. his own. His, in order for him to get through these days, and he wouldn't be able to do most of these things on his own. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in our journey, the amount of women, you know, wives that are reaching out to me, I mean, just think of our, our Louise, and I won't mention her name, but she, her husband had a recent stroke and she's really trying to dismantle her business because she will not be able, she's a little bit older than we are and she, older than me, we Mm -hmm. are, not you, (laughs) a bunch older than you, but she wouldn't be able to manage her business without him. And it was a very unexpected thing that occurred and her life is sort of thrown upside down. So I don't know, and even having gone through this story with my mom and dad with, you know, trying to support them as a mom with my, or as a daughter, right, but as a mom to my own children at the time yeah. also. So there's there's always this, this middle, of the, the sandwich generation yeah. of sorts. And you're really not a sandwich generation because you're, you're in a situation where your dad does need support and you're younger than we would expect that to mm-hmm. be, per se. So my point to that long way of describing this is where the goal, of course, is that, you know, it's some sort of thing on my heart to share these messages with words and shirts and T-shirts. It's something we love. And there's some Mm -hmm. other things that we're pulling together. The hats always had something to do with the fact that, you know, John dad is dealing with brain cancer. So the hats were always something to hide some (laughs) of the the treatment related hair loss, per se, in the beginning of time. And so that was kind of a nod to that. Yeah. Head nod. But so this has evolved into other things that we're trying to work out. And if you visit our little shop on my house of love and laughter um, dot com site, those things that are there and things that are to come will be sharing with supporting others who are going through a caregiving journey mm-hmm. too, because it's it's hard, right? I mean, mm-hmm. there's a lot of factors involved, and and sometimes it's just having that meal that you don't have to think about things. Even though I have four kids at home. There are some days where our days were extra hard. Yeah. You know, if we're going into the city and we have a treatment day and you know how fun the traffic is and whatever that looks like. And maybe you're rushing around getting the sisters to dance or the this or that or whatever when you've been home. Or other people that have supported us with yeah. getting them rides. You know, sometimes just having a gift card for dinners, you know, has, has been super helpful to us. And our goal is to try to sort of come up with some idea of where that we can either find a family as we ship out these orders for the mm-hmm. shirts and the and the, the merch or <laughs> the gear as I like to call it I don't like the word merch it's to support others who are going through this yeah. as well because mm-hmm. we have the ability to do that so that's the goal here yeah so link in like in the show notes but I I always enjoy kind of designing and taking your ideas and kind of working together to do this you know it's the design and the creativity comes from you and then the implementation comes from me it's like the perfect team because they'd be lost in the dark hole with my mind (laughs) nah of the website (laughs) with the website they would totally they'd be floating around and speak what do you mean they're not on the website and what did i say to you the other day coding what is coding Yeah. yeah but no definitely i think you know, something that we've always been super passionate about is, is mentorship and giving back to people who supported us too. And even if we are walking our own journey, like I was with hearing loss, still supporting other people who were doing the same. That's where the most authentic friendships come from. And the most authentic conversations come from. Mm-hmm. And it's where it paves the way for other things that come into yeah. our lives. Well, we know that your hearing loss 
journey. We've talked about that in past several past podcast episodes mm-hmm. and blog posts that I've written about. And ironically, we were just reached out. We were someone reached out to us to connect about the um, anniversary of the the walk that we did and we yeah. supported. And it was just you were one of the first, if not the first, ambassadors in in the the Here We Go Walk. And here, look how now later. 15 years later? Yeah, 15. That means I'm so old. I know, but it's so cool. I mean, think about that. 15 years later, they're ready to have those, you know, other ambassadors come back. And you were really, it was just kind of a fluke that they said, do you want to have a table? Because you had this adorable little story about having hearing aids. And it turned into, we still to this day had the largest team member of any event that ever occurred there. Yep. Mm -hmm. And if that, it's cool so that might and, and yeah that's fun to be competitive and yeah. say that it was us but really the point of the matter is it brought awareness in so many ways and 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 the funds for those events allowed people to have loaner hearing aids and equipment that they couldn't afford because their insurance didn't take care of things and just fills in the gap of things that otherwise wouldn't be available to people yeah. that's the bottom line exactly yeah so and that's the goal with yeah back to the shop <laughs> the long meandering way i'm seriously <laughs> talking way too much today yes but the link to that will be in the show notes below all that to say but shall we close with our saint chasers for the week holy moly because i think we have the same one this week well you think it's going to be saint anthony okay it's not mine so tell well, me well that's yours. mine i know <laughs> end of story well tell me why he's yours to this because it's your, okay it's because it's the month because or it's his feast day today yes his, today is his feast day but Last year, I posted a very funny meme, and it showed up in my memories today. Hmm. It says, Dear St. Anthony, or no, it says, Dear Future Husband, St. Anthony is my confirmation saint, so somewhere along the way, he will find you, even though St. Anthony is not my confirmation saint. <laughs> I just think it's perfect. It's a picture of Michael Scott toasting and a drink <laughs> to him. He's like, I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. Michael Scott, yeah, that's funny. So there's no real theological reason why he's your saint for this week. Just simply because it's his feast day and everybody's talking about him today. Pretty much, yeah. Well, one would think that <laughs> he used to be my saint all the time because I lost my keys more than any human on earth. I You've been really good about it lately. <laughs> has been pretty good. Probably because somebody else isn't driving right now and I don't wonder where the keys are. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's not true. Actually, we have more drivers in the house. Yeah, probably he's my saint, but he's really not my saint because I still think St. Paul's really hovering mm-hmm. around me a lot this week. Yeah. Somewhere, something I was reading yesterday, I'm like, see, he's still there. He's a writer. I'm yeah. a writer. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. I don't know. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Well, I, I, I didn't think that one through very well. I might actually say St. Anth- uh, Francis de Sales de because Sales. I've been reading this book. I, I love this book, The Treatise on the Love of God. Yeah. I love, I literally sometimes read the same page for four days straight <laughs> because it's just, just so much depth to the words. Yeah. And I, I, in every human soul, God implanted desire to seek the divine is the, is like the mm-hmm. header of this book. It's just such a very good, I don't know. It's just a great book. Isn't this the book that you were told by the priest that read that one time? Yeah, I still have it. That was a few years ago. Heavenly love comes as a wound that is a gift of God, another word that it's on the back of this book. It's just such a masterpiece. And and if you're looking to deepen your prayer life or 
your spiritual life, your contemplative life, this is a book. And I'm sure these books are going to be probably on a stack in a picture for Instagram <laughs> tomorrow. Hint, hint. Hint. If I had to think about what I'm going to do now, I know. Oh, yeah. The whole Instagram process is beyond <laughs> the point of I'm not just taking quick pictures mm-hmm. and p- posting a, a few words. Does that make sense yeah. to what I'm saying? Well, yeah. Like, because I think sometimes people in the world think that that's what it takes. And talking with Elizabeth, we were chatting mm-hmm. about how it takes so much to even do a YouTube, to do a podcast, and then to edit all the extra talking that I'm doing. There's so much to take care of in these things. Yeah. And then upload, and then and then to write a post so that people know it's available, and then to... There's just so much involved. It's not this simple... Let me sit down and just show you my dog pictures, which we do some days, which are super <laughs> fun, but I'm just pointing just that out. Just a good balance of life, right? Yeah, no, I know. I know. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to say to this very long... Oh, yeah, so we're going to say one more thing. We are going to talk about possibly the spirit of truth in our next episode. Yeah. And if we don't, it's because we decided we're just taking the summer off for the next few weeks, well, some time off for the next few yeah. weeks. Yeah, we'll see. And Sophia can't stop smiling at me because she's like, shut up already, Mom. <laughs> no. <laughs> and we're going to go, bye. <laughs> no, 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 no. No. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking that all of this is just not what we intended to come out and say today. But I always, as I'm the one that edits the episodes, I always know that in an hour when I'm going to go back and listen to this episode, I'm going to be smiling just the same. I really wish you guys could see this on video. But <laughs> Oh, Lord. As we're sitting on the floor. And the pile of laundry <laughs> in my chair. I've been cleaning laundry all weekend. Still, that pile hasn't gotten wiped. But yes. we did purge a lot this weekend. Yes. Um, and the fun part is, in Tuesdays, if we end up going on a trip to any visits somewhere with an appointment or whatever, Dad and I always listen to this. And yeah. literally, he and I are like, he's usually crying or hilariously laughing at one of our little comments or something I said last week. Like, and something you said with the fire in the hair with that one. <laughs> the Holy Spirit in the hair. Yes. I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Okay, this is this is like the advent of our infamous Facebook comments that we used to do. I don't know if you remember this, but when we, a little bit ago, a couple years ago, every time you would post something, I would post something back, and then we would just have this long chain of comments that would go back and forth, and that was how the journey of our social media game started. Oh, my. And people were like... <laughs> If people were on the upper level of those comments, you know, above the comments, yeah. they would get every one of our comments and say, these people need to stop. It was just, it was great. And that's when we were living in the house together. Oh, yeah. We were in the next room, probably mm-hmm. sitting next to each other. But all this to say, if you enjoyed this episode, please give us a like, rating, and review, and subscribe to be sure that you don't miss an episode. Follow us on Instagram. Check out all the show links in the show notes below. I think I said that correctly. Right? And I really hope that you're having a very great month of june because this we need this summer we all need this summer yeah we do i know a lot of people need this time off right now yeah so this is your invitation to take some time off take some rest not necessarily go sleep for hours but do something that fills your soul amen amen maybe it's well and good oh yeah don't forget to check out that well and good membership as well well we are gonna say goodbye well and good baby (laughs) (laughs) goodbye everybody goodbye